The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Birthday. You did it, America. Good work. You, you stayed It's off. your 240th anniversary of being a thing. Your inevitable decline uh, is. Well, I think it's still pretty much on the way. Like, you're still. I mean, you're still on it, but it hasn't. The ride hasn't come to a stop yet. Well, we've had a good run, though. We had a good run, America. So eat a hot dog and watch our country slowly pass away. I, I watched this movie. It's on a bull named Fu Manchu, America. You, <laughs> I, watched, I watched this movie about the collapse of America yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, and it was it was called Zookeeper. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it's all about how we're just done. We're all just done here. This is My Brother, Our Brother, Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your precious moments baby doll, Griffin McElroy. <laughs> sweet little Aww. porcelain baby. Um, all right, my sweet little porcelain angels. Today we're going to take questions from our readers and we're going to give them advice about them. What do you think about that? I hate it. Yeah, let's change it up. Just uh, It's just like Dear Abby. Mm-hmm. Is she still alive? I hope she's still alive. Can we? I would like to rename uh, her, her column and just call it, Hey, Abby. <laughs> Zup <laughs> <up>, bitch. <laughs> this is why I call him Zup bitch. <laughs> People email me and they're like, "Zup with this bitch." And I'm like, "I don't know, whore." Bitch, my shit is fucked. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> hey Abby, you bitch. My shit is my shit, my shit is so fucked. My shit is fucked to four miles. <laughs> Fix me. Open up that stupid burp machine you call mouth, you whore. And just give me some fucking Whoa. advice. We <laughs> take a weird turn right it's off the top Like here. a weird anti-Dear Abby turn. I don't know if I should po- decide- po- Possibly an anti-women turn altogether. I don't, so. it, was it an anti-women turn? I don't know. Let's ask no. half our audience. Oops, they're gone. They already uh, left. <laughs> click. It's off. Um... So let's get right into the questions. Hey, I had sex for the first time. How yay! Was- <laughs> yay! <laughs> How was it? <laughs> tell Ooh, me everything. Do yeah. tell. Mm-hmm. Spill. Tell buddy, Mike Love. Tell him everything. <laughs> uh, hey, how would my girlfriend feel if I told her this? She knew going into this relationship I was inexperienced, but I don't think she knew the extent. I'll take my answer off the air. Sexed insult like, hey, bro. She knows. I bet she knows. She knows, buddy. She knows. <laughs> what? But you are a fantastic lover. You are a wonderful lover. It is glaringly obvious that was your first time making love to a female. I, the fact that you stood back going, hmm, where to start? Yeah. Let's see. There's a good chance that you yelled, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> and if that is the case, then the cat is out of the bag. Well, the crimes do come the, true. The crying, I think, was a big... Was mm-hmm. a big tip off. 
Yes. Did you go, ooh? Because <laughs> that was my jam the first time. Oh, yeah? Who knows what's going on in there? Yeah. Ooh, yucky. It's upsetting. Um, sorry, I, uh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Jesus. Don't look. <laughs> this is happening. Don't look. Don't look, Jesus. I can't help myself. <laughs> That's why people use sheets. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I think, I mean, if you were going to tell her, you needed to tell her before. I yeah. personally, yeah, you, I don't think you can. Sp- I don't think you can spring the, that on him. Plus, why didn't you- girls love to take guys' virginity? You should have told her. Would have really. She would have really enjoyed that. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Really? They love it. They can't get it. Yeah, they collect them on like necklaces. Like, <laughs> no, that's un- virginity. That's, un- that's untrue. How many virginities do you have? Oh, they collect them like six- silly bands. Yeah. Yeah. You see, if you actually, that's what they make scrunchies out of. Yeah, that's what scrunchy is. It's made of a man's virginity. Um, I I think I think that you've you can't tell her anymore. I think that you have to keep this lie forever. Um, I I think you can tell her if you start off with, oh, by the way, funny story. Hey, I you know I was thinking about it, and I don't think I've had sex before this. (laughs) (laughs) I I checked my diary, and it turns out. I thought I did. I thought I had sex at Lollapalooza last year, but I didn't. I just saw the Neville Brothers in concert. Wait, here's a really important question. How old are you? Uh-oh. Wait, because there's a, there's a window where this question isn't creepy, right? Yeah. That window is yeah. like, that like window 15 is like, to 18. What? What? Yeah, like 15 to 18. If Bad news, everybody. It, according to Travis, according if you Travis, haven't been down by 18, you're a mutant. You're <laughs> some bad. kind of monster. That's good, Trav. That's a really positive message to send to America's youth. No, no, no. All I'm saying is that if by 18, like, I think that at that point you can get away with saying it after. I think after 18 in college, you need to say it up front and before. Why is it any of her business? I don't I, understand a thing you're saying. Yeah, well, your, your logic is not... I think this is one of the situations where you're just saying things and even you don't believe them. Is that where we've wandered into? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> All of the best advice is birthed from that place of disingenuousness. <laughs> Travis sometimes will just decide, I know the words I'd like to say right now. <laughs> well, once you get halfway through that Zens, you can't do a U-turn. you got to follow that road. I think yeah, sure. Maybe sometimes you're hoping there's a joke there, but instead you just say something that's wrong and you mm-hmm. just let it let, let it lie out there. Um, yep. They yeah. can't all be winners. They can't. Hey, listen, listen, people. It's a free show, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> free podcast. Uh, I think that you can say it. I think you can safely say it afterwards, but it has to be immediately. Like I think you probably it has to be immediately post coitus. Like so that was sex, huh? That was it. <laughs> Huh. That's it? Dubs. You've been waiting all this time for that? I think you could tell her, and uh, I think it'll be okay. Um, but if not, then, you know, maybe you weren't meant to be with her. Why don't you look her dead in the eye and say, Hey, Tracy, I just want you to know, you're the best I ever had. And then Ooh, wink at yeah. her, and she can read into that however you want. If if she if she gets it from that, God bless her. If she doesn't, you try to tell her in your in your way. In your own way. Hey. In your shady, sneaky way. In your shady, sneaky, virginic way. Uh, Your way is terrible. She probably would have been more forgiving if you told her beforehand. But now the damage is done. Maybe (laughs) she'll be relieved. Maybe she'll be like, oh, God. Okay, because it was terrible. 
if you think you're about to have sex yeah. with her again, I want you to look at her in the eye and say, I want you to know I've never had sex. And then she'll be like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> and you'll say, that, wait, that was sex? That was it? I need to go. I'm hungry. <laughs> I've been talking to this guy for a while, and it seemed like we were hitting it off. I got sick of waiting for him to make a move, so I just asked about myself. I've never asked a guy out before, and as such, have never been responsible for first date plans. So far, the plan consists of doing something. Mm-hmm. Also, uh huh. Also, I feel like since I did the asking, I should be paying for the date, but that because that's what classy broads do. I'm kind of broke. What's a cheap first date idea that won't make me seem completely lame? Gee, How do man. you like it? Right, take his virginity. <laughs> do you live in Salt um, Lake? It's free and he'll have a great time. <laughs> uh, what about museums? People like those, right? You gotta pay, though. Gotta pay? Some do, some do you Yeah, for, for most of them. Well, it depends. If you want to go to a good museum with all the best art, you gotta drop a, you gotta drop some Skrilla. Oh, yeah. art. Art. No art. I was saying Science Museum. Go to Kosai. Ooh. We got friends yeah. there. We're connected at Kosai. Take her to take the Science Museum. Check out that yeah. Cracker Jacks mu- uh, display. Oh my god, there's so many different Cracker Jacks there. Make a music video. Ride a bike backwards over a tightrope. <laughs> there's rat basketball and everything. <laughs> you want to learn about chemistry? Um, they got you. Man, I do believe Kosai costs money, though. I'll have yeah, to check, but I'm pretty sure to... they need money to, to, I mean, to pay the rats, first of all. Yeah. yeah. Um, so little... we don't get the, the lockout. Yeah, especially yeah, LeBron. Exactly. The one rat named LeBron. He got a really picnic after that. Picnic, uh, picnic. We've, we've I think a picnic's a great idea. No, I think the problem is I think first date. That's it's a little too intense to go for a picnic. I just think this time of oh, you year think? you don't want to do it. People say, "How was your first date?" And you say, "Well, it was muggy." I yeah, very sweaty. You can't control like the. What if it rains and then it's like, "Well, I guess our date is canceled." You know, <laughs> I guess our love is canceled. Yeah, that was our shot. I guess. What happens if a What happens if and by if I mean when a bear attacks you uh-huh. and takes your and takes your your stuff. Takes I your, think you need to take your the, picnic basket and and your wallet. Yeah, because <laughs> bears are mean motherfuckers. They will rip you off. Um, uh, maybe you should just ask him why he. Uh, I don't think this guy's worth your time. <laughs> I, think you need, <laughs> I. Why did he Whoa. ask you out? Yeah, fuck it, this guy. Uh, He's just he in it for a free meal. Ma- I hey, no, 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 no. Maybe you're shy. Maybe shy? Well, but that gets tricky because if you're shy, uh, the best for da- first dates are the one where you get to know each other and you go and talk and like can actually hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I don't I don't think movies are good first dates because you just sit there in no, the dark not no. talking. Um, but if he's shy, it's going to make the whole thing trickier. Because you're going to have to do something that kind of draws him out of his shell. No, 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 no. Because you can, you can be functionally shy. Right, yeah. you can be functionally shy, but that doesn't mean that you're socially shy, right? Like I'm functionally shy. Oh, I, I'm I see what terrible. you're saying. I'm terrible at getting people together to do shit. Um, but once I'm at the shit, like I, I can be sociable. I think I, that's there's two different kinds of charisma there. I, you know, um, what I think he may have the important one. I tell you what, I think is good. I think going to the mall is good because if you go to the Why mall with like, well, you go with like a purpose, right? Like I need to get a belt. So let's go to the mall yeah. together. The mall is very good because a lots of stuff to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. B, yeah. you can transition pretty well. Like if things are going well and you want the day to keep going, you can sort of transition it into dinner at the mall. Ooh, um, yeah, right. And or if it's like, th- and there's always a movie theater around the mall, so you can go after you talk and hang out and everything. Right. Yeah, if you want to continue mm-hmm. things, there's a lot of options there. 
I, I you get to go to the mall, which is always fun. I think. Gotta know. I, you gotta know her position on pretzels. What's she working with? Is she uh, is she an Auntie Anne's lady? Is mm-hmm. she uh, is she uh, pretzel time? Twisty McGee's? Is she down with Twisty McGee's? Because if not, she gotta kick her right to the curb. Did she like my dark twisted pretzel fantasy? I have to know. <laughs> You Those might the... think you've peeped these pretzels. <laughs> no one. But these man. real pretzels are far, far too tasty. No one man should have all these pretzel dogs. <laughs> I'm full. <laughs> Strictly full. Can we? Can we get much fresher? So fresh, so salty. Ah. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh, that. I think the mall. That's my official recommendation. Don't cost nothing. If. If your first dinner date takes place at the Chick-fil-A at the mall, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to hurt you somehow. Well, the bonus of the mall is if you walk in and he's like, but first I got to hit up Hot Topic, then you know instantly to get out of that date and go home. Why? Mm -hmm. They got good shirts. They have good shirts and all finger rings there. (laughs) But that's his first priority. Got to go to Hot Topic. Wait, well, you a- want to get the first batch of all finger rings and mm. um, steampunk goggles. You got to get the first batch because they're the best batch. They might say something. What if he says something like, "I'm just going to dip in the Hollister real quick." Like, I'm going <laughs> to. You go ahead in there. I'm going to go to the car, and I'll be <laughs> and I'll be waiting for What's you at my Hol- house. Ho- Hollister has good beach sweaters, so I don't know what you're complaining about. You're just. You're what really- if he just wants to duck into Claire's? Uh, Claire's has good. Come lady on. accessories. Lady, I don't know what Claire's does. Lady accessories, like like diaphragms. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! What are you talking That's about? Gross. That is gross. Griffin, why don't you give us a palate cleansing? Let's get, the taste. Let's get the taste of that last question out of our mouth. Uh, this one was sent in by Johnny Wags. Thanks, Johnny Wags. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mary Martin who asks. My 17-year-old son wets his pants when he laughs too hard. Should he wear a diaper to Carrot Top's show? You <laughs> <laughs> really turned around right there at the end. Carrot Top is my son's favorite comedian. He's mm-hmm. 17 and loves to laugh and dreams of being a comedian. The problem is that once he starts laughing, he can't stop and he often loses bladder control. He wants to wear a disposable diaper to the Carrot Top show. I think it's okay, but my husband thinks that if he can't control his bladder, that he shouldn't go to the show at all. Who's right? Fuck, not this is um, a disease that affects. This is a disease that affects a surprising amount. Carrot of population. top. The, the, finding carrot top funny. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's <laughs> debilitating. So many people. It's terminal in most cases too, because um, you just chuckle yourself to death at his at his goofs and his props. I, I I think you should have if you laugh so hard at carrot top that you pee. I think you should have to have pee pants forever. And wear that shit. <laughs> I should ever with a shirt off. that announces why I wear pee pants because I think carrot top is funny. This is my futuristic chastity I'm... belt. Like no one touch <laughs> me, please. I mean, it's uh, incontinence sucks. Like it sucks to be that young and have this problem. But if you if you can say the words in your life and have it be true, I laughed so hard at carrot top that I. <laughs> I evacuated my pee-pee. Um, <laughs> Into my adult diaper. And you're done. Like, you're done. You don't have anything else left that you can do. You're done. That'd be a, that'd be a fun checkout at the grocery store. No, yeah, I'm going to see uh, going to see Carrot Top. <laughs> Gotta pad up before the C-Top show, because I'm afraid that I will urinate in my pants. <laughs> what if... 
what if Carrot Top does some hilarious adult diapers goofs? Oh, <laughs> Anybody in the house so want an adult diaper tonight? <laughs> Anybody? Raise that show hand. What if you and then what if you meet him at his show and you're like, "Hey, Scott, listen, your your joke up there about the diapers it really hit home at a very personal place for me because I love your work. I don't know if you noticed, I laughed so hard, Scott, that I peed in my I made pee in my pants because of the jokes that you were laying down up there. And when you um, poured those frozen peas in your pants and you said I just peed my pants, it made me cry a little bit, and then I peed me. a little bit. Is Scott Caratop's name? Yeah. Do you think people... I was thinking about this just now. Do you think when you're backstage, you're the stage manager of the Carrot Top show, do you say, like, five minutes, Carrot Top? (laughs) Mr. Top? Mr. Top? Top? Just five minutes. Just five minutes, sir. Till you fucking unleash your comedy rodeo yet again. That's a good question. Like, What do you call Gallagher? You call him Gallagher? Oh, is that his name? Oh, wait. Do you call him Mr. Gallagher? You call him a, a, a racist, right? You call him a bigot. Uh-huh. Hey, bigot. <laughs> Tell me your racist show. Um, what do you call... What do you call... Uh-huh. I don't know. Caratop's really in a league of his own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you... Uh, although, did he, his bit role in a league of their own is really good. That's one of the uh-huh. r- <laughs> rare moments when he plays a plucky... John out- Lovitz. Plucky outfielder. <laughs> Denise Williams <laughs> and she looks kind of like the Wendy's girl and uh, she's uh, she's actually played by Carrot Top mm-hmm. it's one of you know who I love in this Carrot Top in this scenario is the dad who's like <laughs> the dad who's like his, my son has a problem and it's serious and it's it's gonna affect him for his entire life but you know what Stein if you can't get your shit right then you don't get to go to the Carrot Top show <laughs> I think that this dad is the only one with a fucking level head on his shoulders. Because he's the only one on team let's not go see Scott do jokes on a stage about his props. He's looking for any excuse not to go. <laughs> maybe this maybe this kid hates Carrot Top. This is the only way he could think of to get out of going to the show. Like, yeah, if I'm, I'll go, but I'm going to wear an it. adult diaper. I feel like 17-year-old son is going to fucking hate his dad. Fuck you, dad. I just want to go see Carrot Top. Fuck you. But when that kid's like 30, he's going to be like, yeah, one time my dad showed me some tough love, but he kept me from going to see Carrot Top. And he saved so my like, life that night. I think saved we're going to get back together and, and work out our differences. By the way, dad. Uh, I really enjoyed Zookeeper 3. You don't have any adult diapers on hand, do you? I, <laughs> I, I've pretty much ruined mine. It's like a... It's like a, a wad of toilet paper you dropped in a sink in here. It's just really swimmy. This, <laughs> kid, this kid watched Chairman of the Board and he peed the entire theater. <laughs> Excuse me, I wet your theater. I wet everything. Everything is moist. Damn you, Carrot Top. And your your props. Your goofy I, props. You prince of props. This poor That poor dad. Can you imagine? <laughs> he, I, he, we should look out for a Yahoo answer where someone asks if they can simultaneously divorce their wife and their son to save on the lawyer's fees. Hey, Steve, how's your kid? Oh, uh, yeah, he's good. He's, Is he uh, still doing that thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. But only to Carrot Top now. <laughs> he's, like a, he's like a canary that they send into theaters <laughs> to tell if, if there's Carrot Top movies in them. <laughs> Can you go in? I, I can't. I can't. It's too dangerous. 
Carrot Top movies naturally produce methane gas, which which kills everybody in the audience. You know who produces methane gas? Carrot Top's hit character, Dr. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that movie that he did, Dr. Fart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, got, uh, he's got one of those party whistles, like, on the back of his pants, so that every time he does... Um, that he does break wind, it, it blows out, and uh, it makes a honk, makes a honk sound. Oh, fuck, I peed my pants. <laughs> Just talking about it. Oh, no. Uh, you know, uh, the the sort of Himmler-inspired character, uh, Hair Freshener, uh, that, that was played by Jeff Conway, was actually his last uh, screen role. A lot of people don't know that. That's, hmm. that's because it's very sad. No, no you, say. you see, Hair Freshener, you see... I regularly get into an argument with a friend of mine about a habit uh, of mentioning the reviews of a movie before I see them. Example being, I read a review, or I don't think that got very good reviews. He argues that some should see movies themselves before they pass judgment. Who is right, Mabim Bam? I do the same thing. That's the whole point of reviews, right? I'm such a busy fucking guy, I can't afford to go see... A movie that I think is going to be a jam, and then it ends up to be a clunker. I What I do is, that there are some movies where I'm like, listen, no matter what kind of reviews this gets, I'm going to go see it, because I love the franchise, or I love the actor, or I love whatever. But the majority of movies, I'm going to check first and be like, oh, this is getting like a 10%. I ain't going to see that movie. Yeah. I, and then you just wait for it to come out on DVD or Netflix. Even then, oh, I'll watch movies. anything on Netflix. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. watch some bullshit on Netflix. But going to the theater, you can't go to a theater and spend less than thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. I can't. I find it a babysitter for the kids. You gotta get an adult yep. diaper because you're seeing a carrot top movie. You gotta yep. get popcorn, mm-hmm. soda, an extra large soda because fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doesn't matter. Have you guys noticed how big these movie theater sodas are? Uh. <laughs> I think that I think that that's what as someone who writes reviews professionally, I think reviews are grand. I think yeah. you should you should always read reviews. To be fair, though, I think the difference there is, I mean, yes, movies have gotten expensive and everything, but it, it's still not fifty bucks. Like you're still not doing that big of an investment. There are some movies that I think you so just need to risk it and go see. Anything less than fifty goddamn American dollars is that's not even money. I'm saying that if it is a movie that I watch the previews for and I want to go see, like there is no amount of bad reviews that's going to change my mind on that. Now there are some. I I can't fight that feeling where I I see a bad movie and I know that there were better movies in the theater. Like for reasons that I won't go into here, I saw Bad Teacher a couple weeks ago. Why? Do you know how that felt? Are you sad? It was sad because I knew that there were like better movies playing. Like, you know how sad that made me? Like, wicked sad. Yeah, but I also I always think about the fact that like I want to go see horrible bosses, but everything is telling me not to. Like, and so maybe I'll find it really really funny. But you do like you do, you find do it like funny, some you... really bad things though, Travis. I do love bad shit. That's the thing is like. I've learned from Netflix that I love terrible, terrible movies. And Travis doesn't like I've them also... in a fun way that normal people like them. Like, Travis bumped that, that uh, what's that movie where the the guy does kung fu? Oh, are you talking about Kung Pao? Yeah, Kung Pao. Man, you guys, you guys bumped that one. You wore that dude out. I still own two copies of that. Yeah, you can't get enough, right? No, I love that movie. I love, I, um... 
I share Travis's Netflix account. I have it hooked up to my my PS3 so I can use his account to watch movies. And the recommendations that pop up are <laughs> probably my favorite thing, like on the planet. Like here's here's more movies like Earth Girls are easy. Like, thanks, dude. <laughs> thanks, Netflix. To be fair, the funny thing is I love really terrible '80s movies, and Griffin loves horror movies. So the recommendations that they come up with is some of the most twisted shit I've ever seen. It usually just gives up. It's like fuck it. You get Kangaroo Jack. Watch. <laughs> I hate you guys. You broke my computer brain. Uh, I love I love those recommendations though, because it's like, here's some movies like Earth Girls Are Easy. Cocoon. Well, <laughs> not really. I'm not actually sure that that's 2001: A Space Odyssey. Netflix just because it has space in it, that's not. <laughs> there's two different things. And also, to be fair, real quick, while we're talking to Netflix, I've noticed Netflix that sometimes they'll say shit like. Uh, recommendations. If you liked Earth Girls Are Easy, check out Earth Girls Are Easy. That's some weak ass <laughs> shit, Netflix. Netflix, are you sure that I'll like that? <laughs> Dumb, lazy bitch. Um, oh, that reminds me. Have you seen Earth Girls Are Easy? I have Netflix. You know I have. <laughs> yeah, We've talked about this. Netflix, I watched it on you. <laughs> I used you to watch it. <laughs> you know that. You know this truth. Can we go see Earth Girls Are Easy? We can't, because we just did. Seconds ago. I got a theatrical cut. That's the same one. I watched that one with you. You loved it. This Remember one, you this laughed one has so much? even more Jeff Goldblum sex scenes. And he's furry in them. I know how much you like that. Oh, do you like furry Jeff Goldblum sex movies? Here's Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, have you seen Das Boot? Let me start it up. What the fuck? <laughs> this is Earth Girls Are Easy again. You just changed the picture. You changed the punk line. Actually, now that I've examined it here, I can see where you've just hastily scribbled Das Boot in crayon over the Earth Girls Are Easy box and then just darkened everything so it looks like it's in a submarine. Fuck. I was trying to watch The Pianist, but I see that you went ahead and you, you just loaded up Earth Girls Are Easy. By the way, if someone makes it Earth Girls Are Easy... S- sequel in a submarine like i'll be earth girls are easy and oh my god there's so much water that, that would be earth girls are easy and deeply submerged like i would watch that i would watch that movie i think who would be okay who would be the the aliens like we, before it was damon wayans jeff goldblum and jim carrey who would be mm-hmm. like Christ, that's such a power pack. That's like the. I mean, you gotta see. Like the new. That's like the new Hollywood rap pack, right? You gotta like, I don't know. Dak Shepard weasels his way in there, right? Like he's, <laughs> he's, who's that funny have, fat kid from Superbad? Gotta get two scoops of Dax. Gotta get Dax up in there. I see. I think Jonah Hill's too big now. Jonah. Oh, he wouldn't fit in the submarine. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Uh, this, I I think Dax Shepard. I think that. I think the D.L. Hughley could use a job. <laughs> uh, I need one more. It's and Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. Jim, this summer, Jim Carrey, Dax Shepard, and D.L. Hughley learn that Earth Girls are easy and also underwater pretty deeply. <laughs> they learn how to steer submarines and also how to please a woman. <laughs> Bring a backup diaper. Because who's that driving the submarine? It's Garrett Top. God, this is a good movie. When is this coming out? I really do want to see it. I'll I, wait and read the reviews. I, somehow, the moment, I think, somehow the moment the ideas of 
Earth Girls are easy sequel and Dax Shepard entered my head, I knew that it was too terrifying a reality that it would not come to pass. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too horrifying to joke about. Uh, Griffin. Yeah, I got you. Give me. This one was sent in by Adam Cole. Thank you, Adam Cole. It's by Yahoo Answers user RandomDude1003, who asks, <laughs> Is my little brother normal? I'm trying to be the person to explain to him any questions about puberty, but he doesn't want to know how to masturbate. Is that weird? <laughs> oh, no. Just come over here, little bubby. Sit down. Hey, Sit down. Why don't you want to know this? This is like the best. This is like the most important <laughs> thing. Hey, it's like puberty 101. You, you got to know this one thing or none of the other things will work out very well. <laughs> it's Have the keystone. If you met my little brother, if you get him within 30 feet of a female between the ages of 13 and 60, he will attack them like a rabid dog. <laughs> he will leap across the dinner table and gobble them up because he will not learn how to masturbate. To be fair, I, his little brother is five. Gross. Ah. <laughs> what are you even saying? Are you saying his little brother is going through five-year-old puberty? What are you saying? <laughs> hey, Mike. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out. Pass I'm gonna me watch my juice. Some, I'm going to watch some Yu-Gi-Oh, okay. you down? <laughs> you got to check this Saturday morning lineup. We got Yu-Gi-Oh, we got Phineas and Ferb, and SpongeBob. It's fucking sick. It's fucking killer. <laughs> I spilled Capri Sun on my Jam Jams. Fuck. <laughs> my whole scene is fucked, Mike. <laughs> Hey, Mom, throw my Jam Jams in the dryer. Got Capri on them again. Fuck. Ugh. This wouldn't be so frustrating if I knew how to jerk it. Fuck this. Fuck everything. I wish I was three again. <laughs> Shit was so easy back then. I think Justin left, so in his absence, I'm going to suggest we make a trip <laughs> to the money zone. Today we're in the car with the Super Brophy Brothers. It's a webcomic. Uh, it, they've got brothers in it. Brothers are involved, Griffin. Is that correct? That's all you really need to know. I mean, if you're listening to the show, you're obviously a connoisseur of sibling-based entertainment. And this is, this, is all, this is what you're going to get with the Super Brophy Brothers. They're a webcomic. They're also a podcast. So they're trying to step to our game. Um, and all I have to say is if you, if you step to this face, then you're going to get cut up. Where there you go. And you can find it at superbrophybrothers.com. That's brophy, B-R-O-P-H-Y, brothers.com. Get in uh, on the fucking ground floor of that joint. By the time you get there, though, they'll probably be all cut because they stepped to our game and tried to cop our swagger. Sorry Mm -hmm. about all the blood on your comic that you make. (laughs) Also, there we got Mark Montalbano. But Addy calls him Man Bear Pig. Oh, precious. that's That's a strange little pet name. That is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they hooked up in uh, 07 while they were working at a cool nonprofit together. And then they got married on a mountaintop on the wings when you of say, an eagle. When you say hooked up, you mean met and, and became uh, uh, acquainted, right? <laughs> Not like they fucked, because that's way too personal. to put They person. became lovers. <laughs> <laughs> July 10th, 2010. So they've been married a year yesterday. And she wants him to know that he is her best friend. And she'll love him till death or zombies. That's precious. So we love you two, and 
And now Griffin. Take it away. He's going to play a little jingle he wrote for everyone. <laughs> Can't get enough of that brotherly love. We are offended, but you should still listen to that other podcast. The Super Brophy Brothers Podcast. Perfect. Great. Good. Now the other one. Now the other one. I think that's great. <laughs> that's just man, bear, pig. He's three things. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for ta- for taking us on that journey. If you would like to get on the jumbotron, on the on our fancy new multi million dollar jumbotron, where do they go, Griffin? What's the address? It is maximumfun.org slash jumbotron, and you can just go there and and. Um, you know, there, it's a lot. It's easier than our previous sign-up process. Uh, get in there, get your mention, get your special occasion noted on a, a, a Max Fun show. Well, let's get, be honest, our show. Fuck those <laughs> guys. We need your. We need your zinny. We're on that paper chase. We're on the mm-hmm. paper chase, and we need to get paid. Is it okay to take my shoes off at the office? I think get very warm, and even with powders and potions. I suffer. They are not odorous, just uncomfortable. I think this is reasonable to do under a desk. If Fred maintains, I am a barbarian. Please help, brothers. That's from Gmail. I Please. don't think that's appropriate. Nope. I, I don't think it's ever appropriate because then uh, it, people don't even have to really smell anything. If they see you with your shoes off, you're Stinky Dave or whatever. Stinky Dylan. Yeah. Or, stinky, mm-hmm. or Kindergarten stinky. Dave. Like, go put your shoes in the cubby hole, you fucking toddler. No, this is a place of business. What if a client comes in? Hey, hey, listen. We've got a client coming into business today, and you have got to put your shoes on. He's not going to want to make business with us anymore if he sees you out there with no shoes. I think there's one way you can get away with this, though. Three words. Well, two, two words, and they're hyphenated, the first two. The first, there are two hyphenated words, so that's one well, word. Can I, guess the what sec- the, can I guess what the three, the three words are? You're going to guess them right away, so it won't even be fun. Okay, but yeah, well, let me try. Imaginary shoe thief. No. Uh-huh. But no. <laughs> good. No. Listen to this. You ready for this science, this knowledge? Gold toe socks. They're the, oh. business, they're the business shoes of 2011. It's business cash are these gold toe socks because you can just let those puppies bark. And then your gold toe socks are even fancier than whatever loafers you wore into the office today. Can I just say that I it took me a second to put together what you were talking about. And for some reason, at first, I thought you were talking about the socks that are like individual toes. No, 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 no. So no, like no, you no. could wiggle your little toe fingers there, but they were colored gold, and that's what made it okay. That might be acceptable if you work at some sort of um, incense boutique. Mm-hmm, we're talking right. about a real place, of bi- a business place where clients come to do business. If you're working at Stinky Sticks, then that's exactly If you are working at Stankin' Smoke, then you can make that work for you. But <laughs> I think you're looking for it, Stankin' Dank. Stankin' Dank. If you're working at Stankin' Dank, uh, that's acceptable. 
Otherwise, go, go gold toe. If you're look, because those are the most expensive. That says I'm ready for business. I've made a conscious aesthetic choice with my sock wear. What about socks that say I'm ready for business? Just That's written those, on them, you mean? Yeah, and like one sock says I'm ready, and the other one says for business. You could also just write. You get a marker and write the words Calvin Klein on your <laughs> on your regular socks. Maybe <laughs> we'll know. Hey, that guy's ready for business. Nice um, business socks, Dave. What we haven't even considered sock garters. Like we didn't oh, even yeah. think about those. That's, that's a cool look. Um, that's a business look. professional casual look. Yeah, you got your Birkenstocks and socks and sock garters. All right, There's wait, a lot going on down there. For anyone to appreciate sock garters, he's got to be wearing a, a shorts or mm-hmm. rolled <laughs> rolled up khakis. You know there what? Let's take it two more steps towards business cash, and we'll okay. say jorts. Okay. We're saying jorts, we're saying gold toe socks, we're saying sock garters. Is is a mesh athletic tee too far? Uh, sleeves or no sleeves? Um, no sleeves. I don't know. I think no sleeves is pushing it. Okay, sleeves. You you got to get everyone in the office to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. We even, the more things we add, the yeah. more things we add, the harder it's going to be. Like, If you just want to get everybody wearing gold toe socks, no problem. When you throw jorts and sock mm-hmm. garters in the mix, you're going to have a hard time getting Debbie and accounting on, on board with that. Sure. <gasps> Unless you brand them. If you put your company name on the sock garter... Are you grossed out by my lack of shoes? Good. I've got your attention. Here's the pitch. <laughs> we put our thing on socks. Jorts. Jorts. Uh, Are you, you saying know, that this is a company that sells jorts? Because... <laughs> If I that's the, the case, then I think that would be sort of complicit in, in their, their company guidelines, is that everyone has to wear their jorts all the time. Mm-hmm. I think you could, if your boss tries to hassle you, you say, hey, I'm Japanese, you bigot. Or I'm Hold half on. Japanese. Depending on what you, you can pull off. Culturally, yeah. Justin, it's your that, way. May be the, that may be, in a weird way, the most racist thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Are you saying Japanese people only wear jorts? <laughs> Why did jorts have to do with this? Why did jorts figure it at all? To what? Clearly, he was talking about the Asians' no, love of sock you, He doesn't want to wear shoes in the office. So if you're not wearing shoes, you can Justin, tell your boss you can't, your, your you family can't is derail. Japanese. You can't derail our above-ground jorts train and then jump back to a thing we were talking about ten minutes ago. We were on jorts. I'm trying to solve the problem. Yeah, but telling him that you're trying to make your boss feel like he's not culturally sensitive is a good way to get him off your back. I am so angry at you right now. We were on a jorts tear. We were on a hot jorts streak. I'm 30 years old. I don't know what jorts are. I'm trying They're to jean shorts, you dumb dick. <laughs> use your, use your context clues. Shorts that starts with J. What else starts with J? Jorts, you fucking Forgive racist. me for thinking that you would in some way be talking about the goddamn question at hand. Japanese, Japanese shorts. <laughs> what is <laughs> This is Those are... the question that breaks our show up. Because you don't know what jorts are. And you think only Japanese people wear them. That, uh, that's really nice. That's a really nice shorts. Yeah, they got a cell phone in them. I got them in Japan. These shorts are a cell phone. They're also made of denim. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. I see you eyeing my garters, sir. 
Respect my proud heritage. Eyes above the waist, please. If you don't wear pants, no one's going to notice that you're not wearing shoes. Just go naked waist down and be like, oh, this is all our questions in. You guys notice that? What? We go from, like, I have a small problem, and we go from small solution to just get your whole dick out and we're nothing but sock carters. <laughs> I think our, our strategy is sort of create a bigger problem that eclipses mm-hmm. the smaller sure, problem. Sure, sure, sure. It's like when you have a bug bite and then your dad breaks your arm so that you don't like pay attention to the bug bite anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's one strategy. You're not going to see Abby trying that one. She's going to attack the problem head on. We're going to sneak up behind it and slit its throat. That's our style. That's our way. I, like, I think our shit is pretty practical. I think that yeah. you roll up into your office wearing sock carters and gold toe socks and jorts and maybe long underpants under the jorts that, that mm-hmm. everything's just going to be 100% copacetic. I am a guy in his early 20s, and I recently started using online dating. Within a week, I've scheduled three dates over the weekend with three seemingly very nice ladies. I've never been in this situation before, and I'm unsure if this is impolite. I haven't mentioned this to any of the girls I've gone on first dates with, and if I go on a third date with any of them, I'll turn down the others. Is there a proper etiquette for this situation? This is from Courteous in Colorado. You're playing a dangerous game, my friend. Um... You're, you, yeah. You've got hoes in different web addresses, and it's this house of cards that you've built is gonna collapse right on your head, and it's not gonna hurt very much because it's made of uh, cards, but it's 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 gonna hurt them. I think this is one of those things. Like if you imagine that, okay, say that this turns into one of these women is the one, and you guys are together forever and get married and stuff. So the story you're gonna tell is. You were dating three girls at the same time and decided on this That's one forever. Nice, right? I had my choice of three, and I went. I had a golden corral of ladies, and I went with the steak. I think this is okay because statistically speaking, one's a guy. Like one's a guy. Yeah, so, one out of okay. three. One out of three women is a guy. That's 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 stats, basic stats. One is a guy pretending to be a girl on online dating because that's how he likes to get his. Jerk cookies. Exactly. One is a horse pretending to be a human. So right. good luck spotting her. Mm-hmm. And one is a woman pretending to be a horse pretending to be a guy pretending right. to be a woman. So good luck. You, you, you cut through those layers enough, you're going to get something real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a small, small three-foot-tall woman operating a horse in a woman's suit <laughs> with, like, mechanics and stuff. It's going to look like a scene out of The Wizard of Oz, but a really bad Wizard of Oz. <laughs> a really upsetting Wizard of Oz. Um... You, you're not doing anything wrong. It's casual. Casual doesn't get much more casual than first dates. I do like that you've left that second date window just to see what happens. <laughs> like he'll, he's not going to tell him on the first date, and he will tell him on the third date. But on the second date, I don't know. He's not going to tell them that they're on a secret version of The Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing covert Bachelor with you. It's The Bachelor meets Candid Camera, and it sucks. It's the suckiest show. Uh, Everybody just gets their feelings hurt. Victoria, I'm sorry that you have to leave the show. I I don't understand what you're talking about. Excuse me? What are you, I'm on a what now? You just picked up a rose, and then you set it back down on the table without giving it to me. And I have no idea what's going on. I'm so confused. And who are those two other women? One of them looks ponyish. <laughs> One of them is, is my uh, fourth grade gym teacher, Mr. Perkins. So I... I we got I Mr. Perkins, and we got a job. we've got a a dog in a sundress. So I don't know what you're doing anymore. This is the best date I've ever been on. 
Yes, I'm glad, we're at, the, I'm glad we're at the mall. Can uh, we go see Zookeeper and maybe get a pretzel? <laughs> From Kanye. Uh, Griffin. Gimme. Another Yahoo? Yeah, I think so. This one was sent in by Lisa Holifield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Emily W. who asks, Big tough dog names, please? I will be getting a big dog soon, and I need a tough, sexy, hot name to go with it. Ha ha. Male and female names are okay. Please no Fluffy or Mr. Snuggles. It won't be amusing no matter how funny you think it might be. I won't care, so really. Some tough names for a tough dog, smiley face. Thanks. She needs a tough, sexy, hot name for her tough, sexy, hot male or female dog. Vin Diesel the dog. See, gee, my mind went to the very same place, Travis. Really? I swear to God, I was going to say Diesel. What about Condoleezza Rice the dog? Because she didn't take any guff from anybody. Oh, she Ooh. is. She will. She will bite you clean through your neck. Are there some suggestions? Did people have any good guesses? Um, Ichabod. No. No. What? Pirate. Fuck no. you. Zeus. You- Zeus is all right. Zeus is pretty good. Um, buddy. What do you even say? That's not... That's like the opposite. Blaze. <laughs> Ice. Laser. <laughs> it's my dog, Turbo. <laughs> he loves to get um, a metal ball and roll around. I think, we're, I think we, we could come up with a hundred tough-sounding dude names. What I think is really going to be tricky is coming up with a... A hot, a tough, sexy, hot female dog name. Holly Hunter. Because I see a female dog and I think, Ooh. I think, you know, Daisy or something, something delicate. I don't think Laser or, or something like that. What about Kathleen Turner? She exudes strength. Mm-hmm. Well, she still has that femininity. How about Kathy Bates? <laughs> Kathy Bates. Uh, maybe not as much with the sexy, but definitely tough. Tough cookie. Uh, bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> have you it's seen like, Harry's Law? It's, <laughs> it's like you haven't even seen Misery. That shit is a femdomer's wet dream. <laughs> Gross. I am creased Snap up. Snap these ankles, up. Kathy Bates. I have been a dirty birdie. <laughs> Sure, I'll write a story. I'll write a story about how rock hard I am right now. It's going to take a full book to express how You can hobble I my am. legs, but you can't hobble this boner. <laughs> I think that of those dog names, I, I feel like the best one uh, is Snoopy. Now, hear me out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it exudes strength because of the longevity. Yeah. And if you wanted R to outlast you, that's what Snoopy did. He outlived his creator. That's that's strong. That's strength, right? And Snoopy, no one knows if Snoopy's a, a male dog or a female dog. Well, I would say that if it's female, you can go with Snooky. <laughs> okay. Sexy. Which, as everyone Powerful. knows, is the female version of Snoopy. You, uh, there's a whole the... there's a whole world of reality television that we could that we could dive into. Sure. Like oh, the, male or female? The situation. This okay. is my dog. This is my dog, Cake Boss. This is. <laughs> This is my dog, Countess Luanne de Lesseps. <laughs> Some real housewives. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. tell me more. 
of New York City. This is my dog, 18 kids and counting. <laughs> no, you're just saying things now. Yeah. It's my dog, the Duggars. <laughs> this is my dog, 19 bites and counting, because they'll bite you all the this time. This is my dog, Dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I want to hear Griffin's last question, um, but for super quick housekeeping stuff, uh, com is our website. MaxFunStore.com is our new t-shirt that you can buy. Uh, I know some sizes are uh, are sold out right now, That, but but our friends at uh, Topodaco have told us that, that what? they are... What? Topodaco. <laughs> Topodaco. There, there it is. <laughs> Topatico, right? That's right. Simpatico. Yeah. Simpatico. Inception. Our friends at Inception have told us that they will they will uh get it in super quickly. Topotoko. There we go. They will they will replace the the, the size Topo of the Topojijo. Topojijo. <laughs> Topojijo um, has the softest shirts. Uh oh, John Paul. So men large and medium and women's large are are uh, or no women's medium are out. But Tupac Oprah. Tupac. Tupac. Tupac <laughs> uh, so, so be sure Wait, to get... Tupac yeah, My neighbor Totoro. Our email address is mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Uh, we have a phone number that we that I think Griffin might listen to sometimes. Um, 203-mabimbam1. Give it a uh, ring. Um, I think formspring.me forward slash mbmbam is another method where we get questions. Um, and Twitter... Thank you so much for uh, for for talking about our show. There, use the MBMM hashtag. Like our good friend Church's wife, she's out there constantly spreading the word. Uh, Stacy Bomb, Crystal Whalen, Skyliner Twelve, everybody, you're all awesome. That sports babe, Cain um, Christ, people are spreading the word. And right now, uh, we have got uh, be frank is. Uh, making that's Bridget to her friends. Uh, she's stitching something in BMBM related. I can't wait to see that. Um, if you don't care to this week, can you tell a friend about our show? You can point them to bit.ly forward slash it's bam. That's our um, our uh, our sampler there, or just send them to the website, burn them a CD of some shows if they're not into like iTunes and the whole bit. Um, if they are, if you are, subscribe and give us a review. That, I'm gonna take a much more us. aggressive. I'm gonna take a much more aggressive approach and say that if our listenership does not double by this time next week, we quit forever. No, we, he doesn't mean that. Quit we'll never forever quit. The show. We'll never quit doing the show. We might miss it. We'll week. never die. On our, we'll never die. I promise. Um, and and thank you guys as always for all your uh, support. Remember maximumfund.org/jumbotron. You can get up in there, and uh, I think that's everything. Our final question of the day was sent in by Rachel Rosales. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user Handy Leatherette, who asks, Hey, what's the best kind of pube comb to use? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part.